sure relief. He has processed 250 jobs at an average price point of about 197 bucks per job, 50,000 bucks in total volume through his platform. He keeps about 20% of that. So 10 grand for the company currently raising 500 to 750K to continue doubling down on growth. Again, launched in 2017, really helping and hoping to grow the shared economy specifically in the home services space, whether it's contractors, handymen, cleaning folks, things like that, home repair, uh, and helping consumers get matched up to better quotes faster. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Tariq Kribesh. He is uh, the team lead and CEO and founder at uh, and director consultant, and he's backed by director consultant Terry Friel and various mentors at 1871 Chicago's premier incubator. The company is called Chore Relief. He's a serial entrepreneur with expertise and passion that sits at the nexus of technology, innovation, lifestyle, and social innovation. He built a line of beauty products currently in 400 outlets and e-commerce sites today. He's also built the core, uh, the platform behind, again, Chore Relief, which we're going to talk about today. Tariq, are you ready to take us to the top? Right. Thanks for having me, Nathan. Yes, my name is Tariq. My company is Shore Relief, and we like to say your home is our business. Yeah. So what does that mean? Tell, tell us what you're doing, what the business model is. How do you make money? Sure. So despite the fact that the companies like Angie's List, Home Advisors, and TaskRabbit, 90% of people say use word of mouth to find help. And that's mainly because of the high service fee, the bidding fee, the revenue sharing fee, as long as well, the lack of transparency and no negotiation between the client and the contractors and among any more issues. So True Relief, what it does is connect consumers with the service providers through an innovative strategy that allowed the customers to name their own price while empowering the service provider with a business management tool. This strategy combined the economic growth of a community to the economic community and economic growth due to this two of the sustained approaches. So, so Tarek, do you vet the handyman and the cleaning people that you mentioned and refer to on your platform? Do you vet all these folks? Are they contractors for you or of what? Course. So yeah, so most of our people, they come to our platform. We do, they go through a vetting, vetting process. We make sure that they have identity verification, no criminal records whatsoever before they can actually start receiving jobs. Now, let me tell you something, the difference about how, what's beneficial for us for contractors to join our platform other than the rest well hold on so, i would understand i understand how my audience could use you first and then we can go there so just to be clear if someone has a broken toilet and it's in the middle of winter and they can't find anyone to fix it they can essentially open your app say i'm willing to pay 10 bucks to get the faucet fixed and your network of handyman in that area will basically say yes i can do it or no i can't Right. So what we do now is that we give the opportunity for immediately as you post a job, which takes anywhere from 45 to 60 seconds, in instantly in front of the hand of contractors in the area. Now, these contractors have two choices. They can accept it as a face value or submit a counter offer. Because sometimes customers, they come in with a low ball offering. We want to make sure that the actual it's fair for both clients and the contractors. But with a click of a button down, the, con- the customer will get a list of all the contractors they can they can compare the rates. They can read reviews about each individual contractors and whomever they choose to hire, they simply can just award the jobs to that particular individual. Okay. And how do you make money? Is this typical marketplace you take a cut in between? Right. So what currently what we do is we take a commission out of that service. So once the job is completed, we process the payment. We make sure that the contractor receives its payment two, within uh, two business days or 48 hours. We take a 20% commission. But however, that's in the long term, it's going to change. And we want to drop down our commission services to a simply a 10% and introduce a subscription bidding fee, which is a nominal $1 for contractors to bid on a project rather than what the competitors normally charge anywhere from $5 to $30. Who's your now, biggest they, competitor? Uh, Angie's List, Home Advisors, TaskRabbit. They, and, and they the charge a SaaS fee in, in addition to commission? Correct. Interesting. Okay. And help me understand. I want to put this on a timeline real quick. When did you launch the company? What year? Well, 2017, mid of 2017. Okay. So recently, did you raise capital or bootstrap? 
No, this was all being bootstrapped. And, and now we're in the process of talking to investors to bring in some seed fund. You're on ex- at an accelerator though. Did the accelerator put money in? No, they didn't. Okay, so you're bootstrapped today. You're looking at raising. How much do you want to raise? Uh, we're looking at somewhere between a half a million and 750K. And, and why that amount? Why is that right for you? Well, currently what we've done so far is we've, we were able to generate some revenue. We, based on the metrics that we have, is we have an average transaction per customer roughly around 196 bucks. Okay. We want to make sure that the investment that we get right now will get the investors at least a 5x return on the, up on the exit minimum. Uh, and that's what we feel like, you know, that 500 to 70, 750K is a sweet spot for us to focus our economic our, uh, growth in the city of Chicago and then eventually get the plan to expand to other markets like Atlanta, Georgia, as well as in LA, California. And how many jobs right now are you processing per month? Would you say successfully? Uh, so far, it's been, so what we've had as we were learning from the process is the application has a little bit of difficulty. So that's why we're currently rebuilding the actual re-engineering the app to make it a user-friendly, make it easy to use, and also create what we call like the network effect. So I recently came across the book. It's called The Hook by Nir Il. Sure, you're familiar with it. And the idea was to create something that people can almost not an addicted to it, but it also comes in like every time you come in, they feel like you're incentivized to spend more time on, on the applications in terms of uh, getting jobs or sure. uh, looking to fulfill the So, Trick, are you your pre revenue today? No jobs yet? No, we have jobs. We've okay. been doing jobs. So, roughly, we've done roughly around a $45,000 to $50,000 in revenue since, uh, since launch. Okay. And that's what. Instead of focusing though on revenue, real quick, I, I want to actually focus on the activation metric, the value metric. So, so how many jobs have you completed since you launched? We've completed roughly about 250 jobs, and there was a 300 jobs that were unfulfilled. And the reason why they were unfulfilled because customers were probably coming at a very low valuation. This is why we created the model of now contractors can actually submit a counter offer just to help the consumers figure it out if that you know they really the sense of urgency if they want to do that job. This is roughly the bulk price that they need to be okay. at. So 250 jobs completed over what period of time? Uh, over 12 months. Okay, the past 12 months, the average kind of per job price is call it 196 bucks. We'll say $200. $200. Right? $200, bucks, which means, again, volume-wise, you've done about 50,000, of which you keep 20%. So your revenue, your, your kind of gross margin is about, you made about 10 grand so far. Correct. Okay, and how are you, so you're in a very beautiful spot right now in terms of experiments and figuring things out. How are you convincing both sides of the marketplace to use you? For example, I would never use you as a consumer because I'm going to think, well, they're brand new. He's not going to be able to fill my job. Why waste my time? So it's funny that you said that. We figured out a way of growth hacking to get contractors. Right now, we have about 7,000 contractors across our platform with 13,000 contractors and a pipeline that we didn't even have actually start taking up we find it at our growth. I mean, there's no lack of contractors looking to, to to do jobs because they've been hurt by these other competitors that are charging them 30 bucks just to get a lead. And there's no guarantee you're getting the job. Here we are. We're offering you an actual job, not a lead. And it's entirely at that point. It doesn't cost you anything to, to submit an offer or accept it as a face value. So it's not a shortage amount. What we have now we're focusing on is trying to find clients like yourself, people that want to come to the app. Um, that's why the focus now is shifted back into Chicago, even though if you look at our user map, it has a nationwide user presence. But we want to stay focused in the city of Chicago, make sure we understand our KPIs, understand our customer personas, make sure we find, you know, we get the lowest cost possible to find these clients and hopefully build some sort of a metrics that allow them to come back for more. So services. how are you doing that now? How are you getting users? So right now what we do is we do a lot of uh, social media paid advertising, as well as we go like... In- 
you know, uh, conferences, meetups, meet like part of the incubators that we do every Friday, they have what's it called a TGI Friday. So we're part of that community. And then we just pass out flyers, coupons for people to try out the service for the first time. Yeah. You know what I would do if I was you? You probably yeah. couldn't do this, but this is what I would do. I would literally go to like my neighbor's house. I would take a bat and I would beat the hell out of their mailbox. I would destroy it. And then I would leave a note <laughs> and the note would, and the note would say, I accidentally hit your mailbox. I'm willing to pay to fix it. Just download this app and I'll cover the total cost. That's not bad. That's, that's what I would idea. do. So, I would go knock down every mailbox. But here's the thing. When I first started, I made these poster cards and I was literally going through my neighbors at nighttime because I didn't want to get people like call the cops and I would just literally slide them through the doors. And that's how we growth hack our consumers at that time. However, we had some difficulties, technical difficulties. Just like any founders, when you create an app, I had an IT background. So I was like, oh, this is easy. Anybody can figure it out. Then realized that, well, there's a little bit of difficulties for an average Joe. So that's what we got us back to sit back now and try to build an app that almost you can use it as using an appliance. Like anybody know how to use a fridge. So we want to make sure that we build an app that even a grandma would use it. So I actually had a chance to do a different focus group with different age group. And 99% of the people say they know now it's simple, crystal clear for them to use it. And we can't wait to roll that out by end of this month. Yeah. But so, okay, so you have 250 people in today. Are those all unique or has anyone done used it twice? 25% return customers. Okay. So how, so what? So 25, about 50 people have used it at least twice. I've used it more than one time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Um, yeah, really interesting. In terms of getting the 7,000 contractors on board, do they know they're on board? Did you just do kind of scrape unstructured web data and basically just auto put them in and then you just email them when, when you get a new lead. And then, then when you email them that lead, that's when they onboard to your platform. No. So what happened is they go to our platform. They do the simple process of onboarding themselves. Immediately as we get that information, we do the background verification. I done your verification. But why do they, they do get- that? That's what I'm saying. Well, that's because, I mean, eventually this is all the process that all the competitors, they're doing. The difference with us is we don't charge them anything up front, no subscription fee, no monthly fee. So if you want to get a jobs, right? So it, it will take you literally roughly around four to five minutes. Yeah, but, but you don't have a ton of jobs. That's the thing, right? That's what I'm saying is like, how do you convince all these contractors to sign up when you don't have a ton of jobs for everyone? Well, at this point, they just look at our social media and they want to start be part of it. I mean... How do they know? We don't tell them that how many jobs do we have specifically in their area. We've getting a lot of people applying from different regions. And then we send them an email like, hey, look, we appreciate your, your help. You want to be part of our network. We're not currently available in your area, but as soon as we are, we will let you know. However, however, even if they choose to opt out to, to use in the app, we don't ask, they don't, the way the app works is they don't have to go there and manually search for jobs. If there is anything within your area right now, within the service category that you chose, like let's say you want to be handyman, we send you a push notification. So you don't have to look in the app. We let you, hey, Nathan, there is a job near you. You open the app, you look at the detail of the job. And then at that point, you decided that makes sense or yeah. it doesn't. It's not, we're taking a lot of these labor work for them. And then dispatching is done automatically for them. Yeah. Okay. Last question. You have good looking guy, nice jewelry on. You got a picture of you behind you in the Chicago Tribune. Looks like a nice office. You're, you only done 10 grand in revenue in this company. Why are you doing this? Why didn't you just double down on Moroccan gold and cosmetics? I mean, why not keep building that thing? Well, I'm originally from Morocco. So when I came across this whole shared economy, we grew up in it. And the fact that a lot of these companies, I see them taking advantage of small businesses, not actually allowing them to thrive and then calling it, I'm helping you. It's not a really help if you're going to charge someone up front. So I want to get into this space and bring my roots, what, how we actually is, is live this shared economy. And the way we do it is you make money, I make money. It has to be somewhat of a fair ground. You know, it doesn't have to cost you anything. And then especially my goal, my belief is I want everybody, regardless of their income, Nathan 
to be able to afford to hire help. We can't just live in this society where, oh, you have to make certain income to be able to afford to hire a cleaning service. As an example, I wanted to get someone to clean my house through TaskRabbit, and they were charging me around 430 bucks. That's literally what the price they quote me for. I'm like, hey, screw that. I'm not going to spend 430 And then for sure as hell, there's millions of people out there that don't have that money to spend it in cleaning the house. So I used my own app. I posted a job for 100 bucks. the exact same place, the exact same square footage, the exact same dimensions. And I've had not one offer. I've had 17 different offers. And I picked one person that was willing to do it for the price that I asked for. She came in. I asked her a question. I was like, hey, she didn't even know who I was. It's all right. Hey, she comes to my house in my app. She did the whole service. And I'm like, how, how, how is it? I was like, oh, it's great. Have you been in the app? I was like, yeah, I just signed up like a few days ago. And I'm getting this is my second job. And I'm, I'm excited. Now, here's one story that I really I don't tell people much about it. The first high paying job was a $650. It was a woman, she was installing a baseboard on her living room. I actually called the contractors to make sure that we send, find someone qualified to send to that person's home. And I showed up at the same time at the job time was. Here I am at the same time, the contractor think I am part of the family's home, right? And then the, the woman, she thinks I'm, I'm a co, I'm a helping the contractor. So the whole time I'm helping this guy, we did the job in roughly around four hours. And I asked the lady, hey, how was it? She's like, oh, this is great. This is fantastic. And I'm like, I'm just out of curiosity. Were you shopping around for code? What was the minimum code that you've got before you actually use this app? And she didn't know who I am again. She was like, oh, the minimum was uh, 1200 bucks. And here she is posting the exact same job for $650. And I talked to the contractor. I was like, hey, how you like it? I was like, man, I would have done it for 350 And here's the contractor's getting paid 650 So I want to make sure that I want to see you know, firsthand what's going on. Growing up as a kid, my father was, you know, developer. Hold on, though. Hold on, Tariq. I can't let you get it. I have to add to that, though, because, see, you're telling one story. The flip side of that is, yeah, he's making six fifty. He could have maybe made twelve hundred, right? If 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 it was booked through the other app. So, like, see, the thing is with a marketplace is it gets cheaper on one side, but more expensive on the other, right? So, like, that trade off has to exist. You can't have both sides doing better. Well, here's the thing. That guy would have not even got that 650 if he was just in someplace else. Because this woman, she wasted time. She has to wait for the general contractors to come home, give her a coat, hand it over. A lot of these contractors, their downtime costs them money. And even an Angie's List poll back in 2010, they were showing that 80% of small businesses are willing to lower their price down so they can earn new clients. Groupon have shown that does. Groupon businesses, they lose 75% of their revenue. Of just course, by- but how But how good is, where's Living Social these days? And how's Groupon doing? Not There's a reason they're not doing so good. Right, but that's what I'm saying. We're not, it's entirely a decision of you. You decide if that number makes sense to your financial situations. I understand you might want to talk $1,200 $1, on a normal business hours if you're busy, but there's a lot of downtimes. Would you rather get that 650 or 700? Even though the guy said, I would have done it for 350. Right. He didn't say I would have done it for higher. He was willing to do it for even lower. And now he got double almost what he would normally would do it for. And that's a win win situation. And again, we don't force jobs on contractors throat. We say, here's an offer and we show it to. Well, just to be clear, though, you have to get that. Otherwise, consumers will stop using it. You have to have someone take right. that price. It's kind of like Uber, right? The reason U- Uber is a perfectly competitive market. That's why they make so much money. You are creating a you're trying to create a perfectly competitive market, which is going to drive the cost down for the lady that wants the baseboards fixed, which also means those people are going to make less. The Uber drivers make less. Your contractors make less. Like if you're going to save the old lady money, the people doing the work make less or vice versa. The old lady pays more. So you got that's what I'm trying to figure out is like, who who are you trying to who are you trying to support? But here's, here's how we actually make enough for that, even if you get a lower price. The service provider, we give them a business management tool. So you came in today as an individual, single man. 
you want to build this business and grow, you can't be in two places at once. So what happened, you can actually have a use, the, the business management allow you to subcontract or even hire more employees. Now, these employees can take jobs on your behalf. So you could literally be having two jobs at the same time. You're doing one, one of your contractors, subcontractors doing one for you. When the payment gets paid, the client released the payment, it comes to you as a business. And then you have all the data in your business management tell you who earns what, what is the customer thinking of them, how much was the job paid for, and then you can compensate these subcontractors as you wish. So just because you're getting low from this particular deal, you still have multiple other source of income that you could build your business. Now you can scale it up. Well, we believe in we'll, we'll, we're out of time. I want to see what happens. Come back on in a year. Let us know how it's gone. In the meantime, let's wrap up with the famous five. One word answers here if you can. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, the Hook. Number two, is there, a C- is there a CEO? Yeah, near IL. Is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yes, Jeff Bezos. Number three, what is your favorite online tool? My favorite online tool is Biteable. It's a way to make small videos. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Four to five. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Married. Kids? Not yet. None. Soon, hopefully. And hopefully by the time we have the second interview, oh, the good. next interview will have some. Very good. And how old are you, Tariq? 38. 38. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? What is my job? If I knew that this whole shared economy, I would have started early on. Yep. Especially we, we lived in this stuff when we were kids. Guys, there you have it. He would have gotten to the shared economy sooner. Now working on shore relief, he has processed 250 jobs at an average price point of about 197 bucks per job, 50,000 bucks in total volume through his platform. He keeps about 20% of that. So 10 grand for the company currently raising 500 to 750K to continue doubling down on growth. Again, launched in 2017, really helping and hoping to grow the shared economy specifically in the home services space, whether it's contractors, handymen, cleaning folks, things like that, home repair uh, and helping consumers get matched up to better quotes faster. Tariq, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks for having me.